Hey everybody, this is Elise from Camp Aska, and you're listening to Camp Aska, the podcast. The show that dives into all things Aska and the people that make camp the incredible place it is. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on social media to stay up to date with what's happening here at camp. That's at Camp Aska, C-A-M-P-A-S-C-C-A. Hey everybody, welcome back to Camp Aska, the podcast. Today, I'm here with two special guests, our Adventure Program Specialist, Trey, and our Aquatic Program Specialist, Justin. Woohoo! What's up, everybody? Hey, guys. How are y'all doing? We're going to start with some icebreaker questions to kind of get everybody ready for this episode. Let's do it. You could be a single age for the rest of your life. What age would you be? Oh, I'd want to be 25. Um, You're not 25 now. <laughs> no, I'm not 25 now. I'm 23. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So why 25? Because that's the age you can be when you can rent a car. And it's like the last age you hit when like you get those benefits. Like when you're 15, you get your learner's permit. When you're 16, you can drive. But when you're 25, you can rent a car. That's that last age that like is the restriction. And once you hit that age, you've, you've got the world at your fingertips. Okay. And I'm not there yet. <laughs> so it's also like you're young you still have a lot of life in you so I'll experience and you're that next year. what i'll experience that next yeah year. i've yeah. got a couple of years i'm experiencing it now <laughs> so the last age before you're off your parents insurance mm, for me it'd probably be 16 though 16 yeah young getting that freedom to start driving <laughs> still living with your parents yeah man was, you don't have any bills it was a fun time yeah. that is true you don't have any bills yeah i really didn't have any bills like shout out to mom because you know it was in her name and all but like the only thing i had to cover was gas so like if i had gas in that thing yeah i was i was out of there <laughs> yeah so yeah probably the same way. had that freedom all right what's the worst job y'all have ever had Ooh, this is a good one. For me, when I was 14, I was an upward basketball referee. I was this little middle schooler, didn't quite know what he was doing because I never really played basketball. I played maybe a season or two, knew the basics of it. But there were all these dads who took basketball too seriously, and they would just (laughs) overrule any call I made. They didn't like the call. They'd be like, nope, this is our ball. And so I was pretty much just there wearing a jersey, blowing a whistle, getting paid minimum wage for no reason at all because the dads just took over. But, you know. You live and you learn. Could yep. we really see you as a referee? I, I want to see Well, <laughs> just there's no pants. pictures of it. You're just going to have to believe me. I don't remember what pants I wore. I know I had a referee jersey. Khakis. I don't had know. to have been khakis. It was almost 10 years ago. You think I'm going to remember what <laughs> pants I wore <laughs> for the two basketball games I refereed before I quit? <laughs> the pants that you the can unzip up. them and they yeah. turn oh, into yes, shorts. yes, the ones that unzip at the knee. <laughs> yeah. for, for me, I think my worst job. i got a couple, man, but I think... Have to be a plant job. I used to work at a plant. Just working with a like, it's so diverse. Like working with a different culture and country that's over the plant. It's so much harder though, cause like, mm-hmm. so like for both of us, it was kind of like a win lose. But for me, it was like a lose lose, cause <laughs> I didn't like you know thirty minute lunches. I didn't like. Oh, I just didn't like anything about a plant job. So salute to everybody that's working in a plant right now, <laughs> cause. Mm. That's not for the week. <laughs> Could not imagine. What is the last place y'all went to for the first time? Boone, North Carolina. What were you doing there? That's where I got trained for the position I'm in now at Camp Aska. Um, it was a fun time. North Carolina was literally my second time being in North Carolina, but it was like the first time I actually got to experience what North Carolina offers. So, yeah. I think I'm planning on going back here pretty soon. So Sounds fun. 
Justin, what about you? That's a good question. Probably Tempe, Arizona, which is kind of just south of Phoenix. It's where the Arizona State Sun Devils are, if that helps at all. Probably doesn't. It doesn't. But it's just this city in the middle of the desert, and they've got mountains around. There's one like less than a quarter mile away from the football stadium at Arizona State. You can just climb on top of the mountain and see for miles and miles. It's beautiful out there, but it's a big change from being in the woods on the lake here to going out to the desert. Sounds nice, but sounds hot. We went in March last year, and, I mean, pants and a t-shirt was perfect weather. Probably was like 85 at the most. But I would not want to be there over the summers. That gets to like 110, I think. Yeah. Boone, I don't know. Boone offers, I think they're home of Appalachian State University, which is a good school. They're, Shoot, they beat Notre Dame. They're balling in football right now. Well, now that we've broken the ice, um, let's get into more questions about Aska. Where are you both from? I'm originally from Dadeville, which is about roughly 10 minutes away. Traveled Um, far to get here. Camp Aska Drive is 10 minutes away. Yeah, so maybe 15. Yeah, um, pretty pretty local. Yeah, well, I've, I've been all over. I was born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee, went to school out in Starkville, Mississippi, and then ended up here. What made you want to work at ASCA? Well, when I was a freshman in college, this guy came and visited my fraternity by the name of Jacob Boyer, and who some people may know was our former adventure director. He came and spoke to us, gave a little presentation about ASCA. Just wanted to see who all was interested in working here, and I wrote my name and number down. And then like a week or so later, Boyer called me. We talked on the phone. I had another job lined up, but it just fell through. And I remember sitting on the phone with him shortly after Easter happened, like a month before camp started. And he talked me through the application process, and I applied and never looked back. And that's how I ended up here. What about you, Trey? Well, for me being pretty local, you know, Campasca's always been like 15 minutes away. Uh, I think the first time I've ever came to Campasco when I was in like, kindergarten or first grade i can't really remember but the only thing i remember is the water slide it's very memorable (laughs) so like you know i've been around for a while and as i've grown up through the grades you hear more about camp aska and once i got into high school and my junior year i was a teacher aide for my the special education program that was there at dable and you know just working working with those kids and being able to see them and how they develop and grow throughout there it just got me more involved into like special education and people with disabilities of all sorts and kinds you know um so at that point i was like i had some friends i was working for camp Aska already and i asked about it and i was like yeah we think you'd be great for it so 2018 how that was my first year so i know you're both full-time now what positions have y'all worked in the past what did y'all start out as? well we both started as a counselor trey was 2018 i was 2019 but after 2019 i was supposed to run nature in 2020 and then camp didn't happen so 2021 i ran nature and then after that got the aquatics position yeah like as justin said i started in 2018 that was my first year as a counselor um other than 2019 i was program staff didn't work 2020 worked a week or so in 21 i had a different job but then I got that I got that call. So, you know, once you get that call for a bigger step in life, you know, gotta take it. So that's Absolutely. what I did. Absolutely. So you both started full time around the same time. How long has it been for each of you now? 
How long have y'all been here? So since when? March? You started in March? I got here March 12th. You got here in May. I'm talking about when I was hired or when I started? When you started. Yeah, it's been five months for me. So yeah, about I've loved just about every second of it. Yep, about seven, eight months. Okay. Um, So before you started your first summer full-time, how were y'all feeling? Were you nervous? Were you anxious? Kind of what was your thought process going into your first summer full-time? I was excited. It's definitely a little weird because most of my lifeguards, like the people I was supposed to be leading and training, were my coworkers last summer. They were my friends, people I would hang out with outside of camp. So it was weird going from being friends and equals to being the boss of them. But I was excited to see how it was, and I knew everybody on my staff was going to be Good, strong people. So I was excited for it. Definitely nervous, though, because, like, it is a big step from just being summer staff to being extra responsible. But it was a fun leap. Um, I kind of got lucky on not knowing them that well when I started. Uh, I've only met them, like, once last summer when I came for a week. Mm. So I didn't kind of have that, you know, friendship feeling with them. So it was kind of more of an easy side on that being a boss for them. But, like, me personally... Yes, I was nervous because it's a, <laughs> it's like my first ever like supervisor job. Mm-hmm. So, you know, any any supervisor job, any it's gonna come with the like extra responsibility. Yeah, yes. like the that. nerves, especially yeah. when it's your first time going into it. And like Trey and I had a little bit of time as full time before the summer started, but it wasn't like working weekend camps or day camps and all that. We had like a month, two months to prepare, and then yeah. just went straight into mm-hmm. the summer. So that I'd say. I feel like I'm speaking for both of us. There's yeah, a little bit of a learning yeah, curve, sure. but the summer went well. Nothing went bad. Can't complain. So, I'm being a boss or whatever you want to call it. I mean, I don't. Once you get the hang up and get used to it, mm. it's not. I don't even call it a boss job. No, no, I wouldn't call it a boss. It's more like being a leader because it's not like we're telling them what to do. We're right. at the programs with them, running it with them. Yeah, right. I think it's also hard being so young. Like we're close to all their ages right. or kind of close. So I think it's hard to have them sometimes take you seriously yeah. in this new role, but nonetheless, it's but been it's, fun. It all comes back to like respect too. Like if mm-hmm. you, there's a level of respect you have to give for them mm-hmm. in order for them to show you the amount of respect you want back as being their supervisor. No, so once you cross that line and once they see how that works, then you're fine. Cause yeah. I mean, I'm a laid back guy. I'm not going to sit here and be like, you know, on your butt all the time. Unless you need it, but because that's how I that's how I've been raised. That's how I was came up. Um, so yeah. So all in, yeah. all in all, y'all are feeling pretty good now that the summer's over. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm ready for next summer. I'm ready for us to be. I'm ready for the 90 degree weather personally. Oh, um, you gotta get through sweater weather first. Um, no. <laughs> I have a hoodie obsession, so. Exactly. I'm ready for the fall. Don't do cold weather. Ready for the season. Ready for everything we got going coming up. So. Uh, I just want to keep pushing. Was your first summer full time? Was it what you were expecting? The way it went. So yes, then no. Yes, because like from what I mentioned earlier, like the respect side, that went how I expected it to. Mm-hmm. But like I guess the accountability or like how much I actually was going to have to do mm-hmm. when I got the position is was kind of like the no because yeah. I. I'm not going to lie, be honest, I wasn't prepared to the fullest for everything that it had to offer, meaning, yes, I knew I had to take over some weekends, yes, I knew I had to work weekends, and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of balance it out with your personal life, but you really can't beat 
the gig. You really can't beat what you have going here. Like, mm. so yes, I'm willing to give up what I have going on because, you know, I'm getting to a, to a point in my life where I'm like, you know, to a point where I'm like, yeah, I got just, I'm getting old. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Long answer. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> I forgot what it was when you started talking. Was this summer being full time? Was it what you were expecting, or was it different? Oh no, it was nothing what I was expecting. So like to an extent, yeah, a little bit. But as summer staff, I never knew how like in depth and how much work like other full time staff members did. Like I knew they did more work. I knew they had more responsibility. Mm. But it was one of those where I just had to experience it to understand it. Yeah. And a lot of what they do is behind the scenes as well. Yes. How are y'all's positions different now that we're in the off season? Mm, for me, I, I would say probably because like um, we don't really deal with that many people in the off season. We're mainly maintenance. We still you know serve our day camps and our weekend camps, but mainly we're maintenance, getting ready for the next summer because that's our main priority is our summers. So, you know. It's a little bit of everything, honestly. <laughs> yeah, giving a little, little bit of love to some programs that got used heavily during the summer. Like I know, shoot, even our cabins were in the process of repainting the floors on some of those, trying to make everything look nice yeah. for the upcoming. But while it is a little bit calmer and we don't have groups in, the groups that do come in, we get to kind of run them. So we get a taste of what it's like to be the camp director and it's a lot of fun to look at camp from a different point of view now where instead of just running programs we're now like leading the group through the weekend and making those tough decisions it's pretty cool i like it i like it a lot not too much of a big difference honestly other than summer and fall and winter <laughs> it's cold <laughs> season a little bit of cold Shoot, all, all the <laughs> all the aquatic stuff has been shut down so programs are different but it's still fun. Okay. What is y'all's favorite part of your job? If you had to pick just one thing, what would it be? Probably the lake. I like being surrounded 90% by the lake. I've always grown up on the lake. So um, having a lake to my advantage every day, I pretty, I'm pretty much like it. My dog does too. So Yeah, it is Big beautiful plus. out here. Can't beat it. Love the land. I'm out, I'm an outdoors guy. So I say favorite part is probably being outside and not the outdoors. So I like being here year-round like when you are just on summer staff you come in for a couple of weekends see some of the same guys that you saw over the summer but when we're here on full-time we're here year-round so we get to see them every every time they're here and it's nice to continuously see them because once you keep making those bonds it's no longer just somebody you're working with but like they're your friends coming in and it's nice to see your friends on a regular basis how has it been being in charge of weekend camps it's been a lot of fun. Um, it definitely puts a different aspect on it. Like during the summer, we do have a lot of responsibility, but we're not the ones running camp. That's yeah. Matt, Cottony, the, the two directors around here. And mm -hmm. That's our little taste of what they get to do is just reaching out to other group leaders and figuring out cabin arrangements and writing the programs down. It's a It's a fun little challenge, and it definitely helps you become a better leader and think of new things on the spot like if something goes wrong like the weather doesn't agree with the programs you were going to run today trying to figure out something to do on the fly and it's a it's a good twist that's okay. probably the worst thing to do it is the worst thing y'all got a taste of that during the summer <laughs> disagrees yeah, I, was, I was stressed for y'all if anybody can agree that the weather goes bad on the weekend it's cotton <laughs> first my first year not first year 
2019, when I was program staff, like every weekend I would work for her. It would rain. Always. Literally Always. every single weekend. She'll tell you that to this day. So, well, I mean. What was rough about this summer is it was always thundering and like the occasional lightning, but it would never rain. Right. Yeah, so, we like, were always we shutting down programs for thunder, but it just didn't rain. So, it felt like we were shutting them down for no reason, but got to put the safety of campers first. So, we were just doing games in the gym when there was just a little bit of thunder out there. Well, yeah. We, let's just say we all got to know each other a little bit better. Yes. Because <laughs> we spent a lot of our time in the pavilion. <laughs> but, hey, we always adapt and we make it work. So, What is y'all's favorite part of your job? For me, I think it's um, probably the freedom I have in a job. I'm a supervisor, but at the same time, I have freedom. I have trust from people above me, you know, to be able to go out and do stuff by myself. Mm-hmm. Previous jobs, former jobs, you know, there's always got to be somebody, you know, like, Looking over his shoulder or, like, you know, something like that. Yeah. But There's here, just a certain level of trust right, here. Right, yeah. So, like, you know, I can, I'm can. i on the insurance. What other job have I had? <laughs> just put me on an insurance, a car insurance, and just be like, go do this. Just give, give you the keys to their van. <laughs> right. That's We've what got I- 24 pizzas to pick up at... Four o'clock, go get them. So I just, I just think that's freedom. Like, you know, you know, if I have to, like, you know, we have problems with worms sometimes, you know. We'd be like, we need worms. Yeah. All right. For, go pick them up. For fishing. Go pick Yeah, for fishing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just eating the worms. Um, but, yeah, so, like, as I'm going to pick the pizza up on Friday from Papa John's, I can run by Walmart and go get worms or get whatever I need for my program or for who else. For whoever, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's just, you know, that's a lot of trust, a lot of freedom. And I, I just like that, you know, from a good establishment because that just lets me know that they actually want me around. Yeah. When they put me on the insurance, I was a little, <laughs> I was a little scared. They obviously don't know Bye, my track record insurance. with uh, hitting curbs. So. My favorite part about being here is not only getting to see camp from a different point of view, is like just continuously being here, like in the off season having different groups come in. Like one example that I mean is we had a group come in from the Alabama Parks and Recreation Association. They brought people in from different homes. And when they were checking in, I'm talking to one of their group leaders and I see this guy walk up and I looked at his group leader and I was like, was that Reggie? And he goes, yeah, it is. I'm like, I haven't seen Reggie since 2019. He hasn't been back here in the summers. And he came with this group and it happened with a different group. Just seeing all these campers come in and like, Making connections from Camp Aska to like either the foundations or the group homes are in. It's yeah, nice seeing them come throughout the year, not just for that one week. That is a that is like a good feeling, like you know, making mm-hmm. RC come, like different foundations and yeah. stuff. Yeah. They're coming, they've seen each other for like a whole year, and they come. Hey, what's up, man? Like it's yeah, it's like they haven't seen it. You know, they've been talking, seeing each other for every day. Yeah. So, and it's like over years, the longer we stay here, like the closer we get with the our campers who come in and they just aren't campers to us anymore they're friends and like when they live on the other side of the state and you don't see them but that one time a year and then like you're here year round and they're coming in for different weekends it's nice to continuously see them and build those bonds with the campers to wrap our podcast up what is y'all's favorite camp memory i know it's hard to pick just one because y'all have been here for a while i'm gonna go first um my favorite camp memory happened during one of those rain delays where it wasn't raining but there was thunder and we couldn't run tubing because obviously you don't want people in the water so we were sitting up at the chapel um everyone was talking and our previous 2022 camper of the year 21 21 Mm -hmm. ron houston started just preaching a sermon to everybody we were just sitting around listening to ron talk 
And then we decided to pull out a speaker and we're just playing some music to get everyone hype. And uh, this one guy, Alan Toronto, got out of his wheelchair. Alan can bear weight. And he got out of his wheelchair to start dancing. And Ron didn't know that AT could bear weight. And when Ron saw him get up out of his wheelchair and start dancing to the gospel music we were playing, Ron just lost it, was screaming, <laughs> and went over and grabbed AT's hands and was dancing with him. And then when the song was over, AT went and sat back in his chair. And Ron just goes, praise Jesus. The Lord has lifted him up out of his chair. That was a good man. And it was, I wish I could have experienced that. It was that. great. Oh I loved every second of it. Ron didn't know that AT could bear weight and walk. Was the Lord there to lift AT up out of his chair? Probably, but also... <laughs> Most definitely. We was in the chapel. Yeah, it was in the chapel. Yeah, even better. <laughs> and those two right there, AT and Ron, man. Grandpa Ron. Shout out to Grandpa Ron. He's the 2021 camper of the year. Yeah. yeah. But those two right there, man, they, they go back. They go way back. Mm-hmm. So, Dude, Ron was the oldest camper we had this year, and he's probably one of the liveliest, too. Oh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. We throw a party with him every year. Every year. He I brings think- Oreos. We supply the he milk. He two this year, though. Yeah, he got two this year. One was his regular party, and one was his camper. I um, got to throw water balloons with Grandpa Ron this summer, and it was the highlight of my year. Trey, do you have a favorite memory? I got too many memories, but um, I think mine's going to come from this previous summer, too, mm-hmm. which would be with old Fanny. Fanny, That's when sweet. we were up there, um, Red Clay Strays. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they did it, but they got they got the Red Clay Strays is uh, the dude, the Purple Rain, Purple Rain yeah. by Prince. And man, Fanny, when Fanny got on that stage, it was it was a good moment. Like it was oh, a yeah. great magical moment. Everybody was like Fanny, Fanny, and when, you know when you got you know campers cheering on other campers, mm-hmm. that's I think that's part of our goal here. So like, yeah, that's that I think that's a solid memory for me. So. There's definitely some people that are born to be on stage. And I oh, think yeah. Phineas. All right, y'all, thank you for joining us today. I know our listeners will look forward to hearing this episode. All right, see you guys soon. Bye, everybody. Hopefully y'all will be here next summer. What's happening at ASCA? This is the part of the show where we are going to talk about everything that's happening right here at Camp ASCA. Thanks, Elise. And hey, everybody, this is Dana Rickman. I'm the Director of Marketing Communications, checking in with y'all. Isn't the weather wonderful? I feel the cold air in the mornings and it's so nice. Do you know what else is cold and maybe not so nice? Jumping into a cold swimming pool. But we have dozens of brave participants do just that each December to help raise money for Camp Aska. Annual Jingle Jump fundraiser is on Saturday, December 10th. We ask that individuals or teams raise at least $800, the cost of one campership. Information for the event can be found on our social media and website. Last year, we raised just over $50,000, so it's a very successful event for us, and we encourage everybody to participate. Anybody's welcome, and if you're under the age of 18, we ask that you have your parents' permission. And also, make sure to use a costume because that makes it more fun and they're hilarious pictures and videos. Also looking forward to next summer's camps. Here's a reminder that summer camp registration began on Monday morning and we encourage you to apply before all the weeks are full next year. The traditional dates and weeks have changed a bit, so pay attention. This information is on our website and social media as well. But session one is going to be for adults ages 19 Plus, and that's June 18th to the 23rd. Session two is going to be children ages 6 to 21, June 25th through the 30th. 
Session three is adults for ages 19 and above, and that will be July 2nd through 7th. Session four is for teenagers age 14 to 25, July 9th through the 14th. Session five is for children 6 to 21 again, and that's July 16th through the 21st. And finally, session six is adults 19 through 40, and that is July 23rd through 28th. And as always, we have a lot of themes each week that we concentrate in, a um, sports theme, um, 4th of July if you're coming that week, Mardi Gras, dressed as a Disney character. So there's a lot going on. And check out the summer themes that were posted recently on social media and our website. So that's it for now, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Camp Aska, the podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and look forward to you joining us next time. As always, be sure to follow us on social media at Camp Aska and visit our website, campaska.org, for more information about camp.